Okay, so yeah, what did you guys want to talk about today? We're doing the Mount Rushmore, are we not? I love Mount Rushmore's. Mount Rushmore of this, Mount Rushmore of that. I fucking love it. Well, I I, th- I think we, my thoughts were we talk about Mount Rushmore TV and then we finish the, the show just shooting the shit about possible future Mount Rushmore's. Uh, the, well, you could do the Mount Rushmore of Mount of Mount, of Mount Rushmore's. Rushmore's. <laughs> <laughs> Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. Well, good morning. It's Black Sheep Radio on a Tuesday and the sun's coming up, but it's not going to stick around long. It says here 60 percent chance of flurries today with a mix of sun and cloud high of two. Same thing for tomorrow. Thursday looks like shite. Uh, weather gets nice again for the weekend. Good morning, guys. What's going hey. on? Mark Lefebvre is joining us now. Hello, Chris. How you doing? Eh, doing all right, man. I woke up yesterday. I missed yesterday. I, I never, ever, ever uh, get heartburn like hardly oh. ever. You're lucky. And my wife, my wife made a lasagna on Sunday night. Now, may, maybe it has to do with the hot sauce that I slathered it in. But I woke up yesterday. I woke up yesterday with like lava in my throat. I couldn't even talk. It was horrible. Who puts hot sauce on lasagna? Yeah, I put hot sauce on everything. <laughs> everything. On chocolate cake. I was <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Not everything. <laughs> but I don't like chocolate cake, so there you go. Yeah, but no, no it, was, yeah, it was terrible. It was it was bad, man. It was like even later in the day after it had passed, I was drinking a coffee and it burned well, going yeah, down from all that. You're not doing things that are good for Harper. And then I was drinking, <laughs> then I was eating some more hot sauce, and it just wouldn't go away. This, well, this is this is my this is my lack of familiarity with heartburn. This, that's how unfamiliar I am with this. Some fucking water. Yeah. I have been I have been eating obscenely hot food since I was little, and and my parents would be like, oh, "You're gonna rot your guts out one day." I think that day might have come. I'm not sure. Oh, ben, I still. <laughs> but I, 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 I remember that morning we did that hot sauce contest, and uh, well, one of the many that you did, but I took part in that one. <laughs> and literally, it was just the corner of a Dorito had a little bit of this hot sauce that this guy brought in, <laughs> and as soon as it went in my mouth and into my stomach, I literally felt like it was burning a hole through my stomach, and it was just like, <laughs> come out my ass, like, but through the cheek. I remember running down the hall and just like finger down the throat. This has to come out. This is actually dangerous to me right now. And you were just like, I thought it's not that bad. What's the the hot sauce challenge? Well, the the hottest one that we had, uh, as I recall, was something called Flashbang. And it came in this little... Um, it was a very, it was a very small jar. Yeah, Mark remembers. And then it came in a plastic grenade. And this stuff literally like a pinhead and you were on fire. I showed my, my stepdad was over once for dinner and I showed it to him. I just I handed him the grenade. Right. So remember now the hot sauce is inside a sealed jar inside a sealed grenade. He holds the grenade, looks at it, goes, I'm not fucking touching that. Hands it back to me. And about five minutes later, wiped his eye and his eyeball like exploded. It was he was oh, no. weeping. And oh, yeah, this stuff is toxic. <laughs> Just toxic. I think I remember listening to one of your shows uh, back on Y and and was it was it Penfold? Penfold and I had a hot sauce yeah. challenge. Yes, with I, wings. 
I re- yeah, that oh. was it, the wings. And I, I, I remember hearing that. And I think it was like fucking just 10 minutes of like, I don't, I didn't, Pain. I didn't think, I didn't, I didn't think that you could hear somebody sweating on the radio, but I actually <laughs> heard Penfold sweating. Oh, yeah. On the radio. Both of us were dying on that one. <laughs> so Chris came up with this idea, I don't know, about a week, week and a half ago about daytime television, how, you know, like a lot of people are either <laughs> being reintroduced to it or it's it's not what it used to be because of Netflix and Crave. But then we figured, OK, it's been such a major staple of our lives for so long that why don't we make a Mount Rushmore of daytime television and daytime television? We're defining as Monday to Friday, 9A to 5P. So anything that falls inside that window makes you a daytime television star. And I'm imagining we've got a few the same here, and I'm imagining we're going to have a few different. Yeah, like for me, I was going through the list yesterday, and I'm like, you know, my 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 four got locked in pretty quickly, and like I'm so secure on my four, like I couldn't imagine even your guys's list being any different than what mine ended up being so i'm curious to see if we have a little diversions there i'm predicting that all three of us have one name on there because it just goes without saying yeah everybody's got bob barker right bob Barker. oh you know what yeah you know what i love about this is you come up with your four and then somebody says one and you're like fuck i totally forgot about that guy oh yeah sorry my god he is he is he's yeah i mean bob bob barker designs deserves his own daytime mount rushmore (laughs) with just all all his face daytime statue of liberty (laughs) bob barker yes exactly yeah i I think him with all the showcase girls (laughs) the showgirls just him with fucking they had six six people onto it it's him and five showgirls and no maybe rod roddy i feel like i feel like what's funny what's 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 funny about bob barker is that he's such a staple on mount rushmore on on the daytime tv mount rushmore that even his side pick rod roddy could be considered to be included on this. That's how big he is. Who's gonna Rod, Rod Roddy, Rod Roddy, by the way, Bob Barker was on The Price is Right from 1972 until 2007. Like, that wow. is a run. And Rod Roddy was not the first uh, MC on that show. Really? Like, Rod Roddy he wasn't. Rod, no, Rod Roddy was the second. The very first was named Johnny Olson. And I'm old enough to remember this stuff. Johnny Olson was the first come on down guy. Rod Roddy replaced Johnny Olson after Johnny Olson retired. And Rod Roddy had been the MC on a game show called Press Your Luck. You remember Big Bucks and No Whammies? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the host's name was Peter Tamarkin. And don't ask me how I remember this shit. (laughs) But Rod Roddy was the MC on that show. And he got promoted, yo, to the the Price is Right. Wow. Did any of the... um, Did did any of the... uh, any of the showgirls last from like the beginning episode to the end or no he did he, they did the original barker's beauties i think uh it was diane was the yeah, one I, diane. I think diane was the one he he uh, had a, a tryst with after his wife passed away and i think she was she was the only one who made it through there was diane there was holly she was the redhead and then there was another blonde i can't remember Wow. Guys, I have a long, rich history with The Price is Right. Real quick story. The Price is Right used to air uh, on city TV 
at five o'clock p.m. every day. It was it was for the dinner crowd, right? And I had been going to school all these years, and all this time I just thought that five o'clock was the Price Is Right's time slot. That's when it was on. I didn't know that it was on from eleven till noon, right? Mm-hmm. So there was this there was this period. I, I don't even know how long it was. It was a long, long time. But I thought my grandfather was like the smartest man alive because you know what that guy did? He'd fucking watch. He'd watch it at 11, write down all the shit, memorize it. And then we'd sit there and watch. And he's like nailing it. How much do you want to bid on this Ottoman? 676. 676. It's like, holy shit. How do you do that? Or they'd spin the big wheel. Nah, she's not going to get the dollar. She's going to land on 75. And she would. And I'd sit there just fucking amazed. Like, how does he do it? And then I remember the, the, the first sick day I had when I watched Price is Right, and I didn't know it was on at 11. I thought it was like, I didn't even, I'm like, wow, it's on at 11 too. And then realized when we watched later that day, I'm like, you son of a bitch. That's how long so did this funny. go on for? Yeah, no, he had me picked. So Bob Barker, uh, Mark, didn't make your list. Yeah, I, I just didn't think about it. It's like when someone says, like, what's your favorite movie? For shame. You're inevitably going to forget a great movie that you love. So, yeah. Just, I know. Oh, man. Yeah, I wasn't but you, thinking you, game shows. That's why. I wasn't thinking game shows. I was yeah. thinking talk shows. I know, yeah. but oh, come know, on, but still, dude. No, you're just classic. Mine, there should only be one. There should just be a big Bob Barker head. Yeah, like I just, this is like me saying who's the most important person in Christianity and you saying, I don't know, innkeeper? <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> Play the part. Barabbas. <laughs> so, all right. So, all right. So, so, yeah, right? Um, okay, so I've got Bob Barker. Chris, you've got Bob Barker, right? Oh, hell yeah, yeah. He okay. was the, he, that's a, that's, that was the first one I did. So, all right, so why don't we go then, Mark, with your number your number one, you sinner. You, you covered a sinner yeah. who forgot Blast. Bob Berger. My number one is Oprah. Yeah, okay, that's, I, one, I, that's, that's tough and, to argue. She did, she did not make my list. On other shows, too. Like, you know, I mean, she's mm-hmm. known on other shows. Like, they used to make fun of her on uh, uh, Married with Children all the time. Well, not make fun of her, but like, that was always, Peg was always watching Oprah. Like, so, yeah, she just... I yeah, I, I believe it or not, Oprah did not make oh, my list. I wow. oh. get a car. <laughs> uh, I do not. I do not get a car. Sorry, Stedman. But uh, no, Oprah, Oprah, Oprah's a definite. Uh, yeah, she's a staple. I did. I, I think I didn't put her there because of spite. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, for all the times I've heard. Yeah, well, Oprah says uh, I don't give a shit what that lady says. I, I really. But Oprah's so, reading it. But Oprah eats it. But Oprah here's, cooked it. Here's one of the things that I don't understand about Oprah is like if you if you're in the audience at an Oprah show, isn't the first thing like everybody always acts all surprised when she gives things away. But like if you go to Oprah, like isn't the first thing you do ch- is check under your chair oh. to see if there's like a fucking stereo or something? I'm certain that's your own Gestapo that makes sure that no, like you just stare directly straight ahead until the, <laughs> until the sign tells you to clap. <laughs> yeah, you get you get the cattle prod if you don't. <laughs> Like I don't, I never understood that. They're like, check under your chair. <laughs> I was like, yeah. what? Like, how did you not? Like, usually when I sit down in a, at one of those things, I check under the chair just to make sure there isn't like fucking popcorn on shit all under. That's like the first thing I do. You know, I don't think you're mm-hmm. popcorn a post. Oprah. <laughs> no, yeah. that's fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. So for my <laughs> number, my number two, I I went with uh, I went with my daytime talk show. Uh, but I'm putting Phil Donahue. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Phil Donahue <laughs> was like a pioneer in the daytime talk show. Before there was Oprah, there just, was Phil Donahue. Can I say Oprah the guy, made Phil, so you actually should have Oprah on your list and shame on you. For no. That. Oprah did not make Phil. Phil came before Oprah. No. Phil was on yes. Oprah. Yeah, as a guest or here, I'm looking it up right now. Dr. Phil? Uh, Dr. Phil. Controversy. No, no, not, not Dr. Phil. Oh, are you talking Phil Donahue? Phil yeah, Donahue. Oh, I'm sorry. My apologies. I'm an ass. Yeah, that's who I meant when I said Phil Donahue. <laughs> Play that back. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, Phil, Apparently Phil these Donahue. Don't work. <laughs> actually, yeah. Uh, Phil, Phil Donahue's daytime talk show ended in 1996 yeah and that was after that was like after a 30-year run that guy was a pioneer before there was oprah there was donahue so i'm putting him uh, okay under, so they actually, if I, I have to bring a talk show host in i'm bringing phil donahue before oprah that's a good one i've never i've never actually watched phil donahue in my life so you're not old enough that's was, why was was phil was phil donahue is there was it trashy in any way like no, like, no. Would, so was it like that's what i that's what i'm curious about because like i know all of like all of the the daytime talk shows that i grew up with aside from oprah oprah had some hard hitting stuff but but i grew up in the era of daytime television when it's all about like let's let's do maternity tests for all these 14 people to see which one of this which one of yeah. these uh, guys is the dad um so he so donahue what, what would he who would be on his show donahue had um like he had uh, Ralph Nader was always on there yeah. like he had he did a lot of political stuff Benny. he talked about a, abortion and like war issues and stuff um yeah like I'm looking it up right now here's a quote actually from Oprah Winfrey uh she called him quote the king of daytime talk yeah. quote if it weren't for Phil Donahue there would never have been an Oprah show yeah yeah so I'm putting Phil Donahue on there. Yeah, That's yeah. my guy. He actually is on my list. And I, I, if I'm not mistaken, he, oh, really? got, he got canceled um, right before the Iraq war, before the, the first Iraq war. And the reason that they canceled him from NBC was because of his liberal views and they didn't want him That's, to, to go off yeah. about it. He came back really for about a year on MSNBC yeah, in the yeah, early yeah. 2000s. It didn't last long. Yeah, no, he's, but, on, yeah. he's definitely on my list I'm putting he Phil. was serious. He wasn't... <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Ricky he wasn't Lake. trashy. He wasn't <laughs> trashy. So Phil Donahue's number two on mine. That's definitely follows the theme of Rushmore because isn't Rushmore is like the founding fathers of Kinda, America. Yeah. Yeah. And Donahue is like a founding father of daytime television. That's that's total that's totally fair. I still think for me, like I choose because I mine mine was Oprah. Like I also chose I chose Oprah. Um, on mine and um, for me it's like longevity is like a big thing mm -hmm. so like you know I, I don't know how long Phil Donahue actually was on but like 30 you know, years yeah 30 years but Oprah's like transcended just like Bob Barker you know what I mean kind of transcended like what that was and now she's just like you know Oprah is a magazine and her own television show and like her own brand of fucking frozen dinners <laughs> <laughs> all right so all right so we got bob barker two of us had two of us had phil donahue so you guys go ahead with what you're i've got i've got two out so yeah. somebody go ahead my, my next okay. one is the is the other phil dr phil i have him on my list as well oh god he's, dr he's number phil one right now uh i looked at sort of the current ratings he's number one his uh his brand of southern charm <laughs> i just can't get over 
I cannot stand Phil McGraw. Phil McGraw. I can't stand him. No way he makes my list, but I, I, I concede the man is somewhat popular. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's definitely like I some of the, some of the best ones. Like what what I what I appreciate about Doctor Phil is how different it is from the other shows. There's there's something about him being a doctor, like like it changes the dynamic. And there's like that whole therapy style that they do, where he tries to like deconstruct these people's issues. From my understanding, he's not very good at that. Like I, I've heard that like a lot of people say that he's kind of off base with a lot of the commentary that he gives them, but it's fucking entertaining. You I, know what uh, I mean? I probably hold the distinction as being the only person uh, in the room who has a friend who has been on Dr. Phil. Yeah, I knew about that. I knew about that. My my buddy Dave, I won't get into names or anything, but my buddy Dave uh, was on an episode of Dr. Phil called Nightmare Weddings. (laughs) Um, Dave's Dave's third marriage. um, The I was at the wedding. And things started to go a little bit sideways when the best man welcomed his first wife to the family. So, in other words, yeah, no, he was he was getting married to a woman, but his first wife was uh, I again, I don't want to get into names. But anyway, wife number one, he welcomed wife number one to the family when he should have been welcoming wife number three. So he said, so in other words, in other words, so in other words, it's like, and wife number one, it's so nice to have you in the family. And you, it was like that record scratch moment that, and everything went silent and the wedding went totally sideways. So fast forward a few months and my friend and his still wife for the time being appear on Dr. Phil. And they're one of three couples that were on the show. And his, uh, my buddy's lasting impressions were, you would not believe the amount of editing that goes into that show. Because the, the way that he appeared on the show, his little vignettes and stuff, he looked like a dick. <laughs> and it really, I, I know for a fact that's not the way it went down, but they edited it to look that way. At the very end, Dr. Phil hands out his gifts, right? Now, my buddy's from St. Catherine. So the very first couple, they had they eloped and they went on a cruise and it went horribly wrong. So Dr. Phil puts them on a cruise. Right. So as I'm watching the show, like I hadn't talked to my buddy yet to find out what he won. I told him I don't want to know. He goes, you won't believe what we won. So I'm watching (laughs) at the very end. He's there. The last couple on, you know what? You know what he did? He said, well, I understand that you guys are from St. Catharines and it's pretty close to Niagara Falls, the wedding capital of the world. So I'm sending you to see my good friends at Falls Manor Broasted Chicken for dinner and you can have your family there and hopefully everything. So they got a free chicken dinner. Oh, my God. They got a chicken fucking dinner in a town that's like 10 kilometers down the road. Holy shit. True story. True story. That is that is really. You know what? I'm moving him up to number two. (laughs) (laughs) I think my buddy just about had a number two when he found out he was going for chicken dinner. The other couple was going on a cruise. It was brilliant. Y'all like chicken up in Canada. I know y'all like chicken up there. I've heard that's pretty good chicken. <laughs> so that's my that's my Dr. Fuck Phil story. Hell, that's good. Isn't that isn't that unbelievable? Um, okay, so Chris, who, who oh, else? Yeah. No, who, oh, who yeah. had Dr. Phil? Me. Mark did. So Chris, who have you got? Uh, yeah. So you had okay, Dr. So, Phil as well. 
Uh, no, no, I didn't have no. I didn't okay. have Doctor Phil as well. Right. My right. next pick. Yeah. <laughs> my, I'm not my stupid like Mark. Is, probably, probably like as as far as as a one trick pony is concerned, mm-hmm. probably the most successful of the bunch. I, I don't think it's even in dispute, and I would say Judge Judy. She makes so much money; it's ridiculous. Judge, now, out of Judge the, out of Judy, the, she didn't out of the judges. So, out of the judges, how can you not put Wapner first? I don't even know who that that's is. The original oh. People's Court Judge, man. That's the original Judge Judy. Like he did, yeah, but that, like, I don't know. Wa- Wapner, yeah, Wapner. Th- th- this, mm. this is this is an age thing. That's all it is. <laughs> no, Chris, I don't. Th- well, this is the thing. I think people like like. Judge Judy is another one of those people that kind of, you know, transcends the. I think. I think fifty years from now, people are still going to know who Judge Judy is. Because she's still going to be on still, fucking television. That's she's why. still going to be on TV. That's what I mean. Like she cemented her place on daytime television until daytime television doesn't exist anymore. I wish what, somebody would. I, I wish somebody would cement her place in that chair and roll it off a bridge. Uh, <laughs> she she drives me nuts too. Yeah, but yeah, I I sure. can. I can see Judge Judy's a good one, so we'll throw her. Have, would you? Is there has there ever been like a situation where you wish like you could just go on Judge Judy just to like put an end to a personal dispute of yours? Like, have you ever seen like do you ever play that in your mind? You're like, you know what? Like, I wish that <laughs> I could take you to Judge Judy and send this out <laughs> once and for all. I I can't say that I have actually. <laughs> it, should be, it should be where people go with their hate and their anger. Seriously, yeah, it would be it would be nice. Like I feel like I feel like more bullshit. I feel like Judge Judy resolves more bullshit than Doctor Phil. Like I feel like when I feel like when do- people leave Doctor Phil, they come out more broken than they were when they went into that show. And at least with Judge Judy, like the guy gets his fucking dog back. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> like these people come back from Doctor Phil and they end up being like fucking memes for the rest of their fucking life. You know what I mean? like they end up being like made made fun of for like the end till the end of time. And then how many, Judy is like you know how many's everybody got left? I've got two. I have one left. Uh, yeah, I have one left just because there was a duplicate. I somebody picked Oprah already, and I, I had Oprah. Okay, so I'm gonna I'll, I'll go with my third entry, and uh, I, I had to go because they're such a staple uh, of daytime television, or were once upon a time the soap opera. So I'm putting Susan Lucci, otherwise known as Erica Kane, of all my family or all my children. Uh, I, all in the family, uh, all my children, Susan, Susan Lucci, who was on the show from 1970 to 2011, 41 wow. years as one character on daytime television. Susan Lucci and still, like, is on the Mount so Rushmore. Good looking. Oh, my God. Oh, she's gorgeous. Yeah, she's stunning. That's a good one. I never even thought to go soap operas. Like what about That's Victor brilliant. from The Young and the Restless? Like all those Right. That guy, that guy's mustache is going in. So that's a, that's on the mustache Hall of Fame, by the way. Are on, you on the Mount, ben, mustache ben, ben, Mount are, are you a are you a soap opera guy? No, no. But uh, OK, so I'll tell you the truth uh, for a, for a time in the early 90s. I was <laughs> I was dating a girl who was an all my children junkie. Mm. So she would program it to tape on on the old VG, v, VHS machine yeah. there and would watch it later in the day. So for a time there, in order to uh, to play with their boobies, I had to watch uh, all my children. So I, I did kind of get hooked on it for a little yeah. while. Susan Lucci. Uh, boobies? Yeah. Or the, 
What? Both. <laughs> All three of them. It's like a it's like a, a Pavlov's dog situation. Exactly. Yeah, I had a similar. So a- every time, every time you hear the theme song, you get to touch a booby, and that's it. To, after all, you just fucking you hear it at the supermarket, and you get all excited. Yeah. Oh no, I know. Every time, like, if, have you seen the opening to All My Children? No. I, oh, no. okay. No, because like it's true. It's very Pavlovian. Anytime somebody opens a photo <laughs> album, I squeeze a tit. It's, it's just. <laughs> Sorry, mom. It's just <laughs> reflex. <laughs> I have a very similar general hospital type situation. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. I can't go to the hospital anymore. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Anybody else have a soap opera person? No, that was oh, a good one. That's a great okay. idea. All right. Great diaper. No, that's strong. Yeah. Okay, so we each that. we each have one left. Yeah. Yes. 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 I'll, yes, I'll, yes. I'll go. Who's I going? had trouble with this last one only because okay. they're both so trash that it was like, which one is the king of trash? So mm. it was really for me, it was between Maury uh, and Jerry. And Jerry. And I went with Jerry. Because I, it was just I would agree. The the amount of just Pure America, pure unadulterated America. That you got to see yes. that show. Um, it was yeah. It is it is the underbelly. Yeah. No no doubt. It is the underbelly of America. He's Chris, yeah. He's he invented it. He's a, yeah. he's definitely a founding father of trash bullshit. Like there's yeah. no it's, there's no disputing it at it all. Is the you guys know he the was capital of Michigan type America <laughs> that you would see yes. throwing chairs at each other and sleeping with their cousins. It was just You guys you guys you guys are aware that he was once the mayor of a major American yes, city, do. right? Yep. Cincinnati. So funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's so yeah. funny. Chris, you want to go with your fourth or you want me to? Um yeah, I'll go. Um okay. so this one I, I can't take entire credit for it because somebody when I, when I shared our Facebook status, um our black sheep our black sheep radio post, um somebody somebody also posted it. Um, yeah, I want so I, I want to go th- I want to go through those in a sec, but what do you got? We, yeah, we definitely will. I'm going to go with Mr. Rogers. Ooh. I feel like Mr. Rogers, he was definitely again a founding father of like quality programming but what's different with mr rogers is that nobody nobody really carried that torch you know like nobody nobody took on like like with springer for example um and he was he was almost there on my list like it's almost like i wanted to extend it to five because he it was between mr rogers and jerry springer Springer, mr rogers Yeah, I know. I know. I know. It's insane. That's but like funny. with Springer, the thing is, is he 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 inv- he invented that model of just like the circus of people's lives, and then everyone kind of, and then you got like Montel and Maury and all those guys that kind of took. Oh, out. Montel! I forgot yeah. about him. And then uh, Mr. R- but Mr. Rogers, it was weird because like nobody could do what he did. You know, he did it for so long, and once he stopped, it just left a hole in everybody's. Uh, you know. It just it just left a gap there for a lot of people. So I, I would say Mr. Rogers also like it can't all be, you know, there's got to be some some uh, nutritious <laughs> nutritional value to my my uh, my daytime programming uh, Mount Rushmore. It can't just all be like a fucking, you know, an old lady in a gown yelling at people, you know, my fourth is actually not a person. No, it's gonna be big. my fourth is. 
is not a person. That's a good one. Now, keep in mind, keep in mind, I I grew up in the 1970s and I came home for lunch at school. So anybody who's around my age and is listening right now knows that I am about to say the fourth face on daytime television's Mount Rushmore is the one and only Fred Flintstone. No, I thought you were going to say, Benny. I thought you were going to say Captain Kangaroo. Nope. Fred Flintstone on CFTO Channel 9 CTV, CTV in in Toronto, every day at noon for years. And I mean years at noon, they had the Flintstones on. So every day I'd come home, lunch bell went off at 10 to 12. I was back at my Nana's by noon and I watched the Flintstones. And when it was over, it was time to go back to school every day for years. So Fred Flintstone on the and there's a lot of people, I bet you, who are around my age who are going to go. Yeah, good pick. Good solid. It pick. is a good. It is a good pick. So Fred Flintstone is is my fourth. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's awesome. So you want to run down the list of uh, some of the other suggestions we have because there's there's some that really stuck sort of stuck out for me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, did you want to start? You can start running through some, or do you want me to? Okay, I got to pull no, up. Okay. No, uh, okay. So a couple that stood out for, for me definitely uh, Monty Hall. Uh, let's make it. Let's make a deal. Was on global TV. I think at like two thirty in the afternoon, and then this is from Chris Jump. Uh, he said we didn't have a whole lot of uh, TV, so walk with Yan. Stephen Yan <laughs> is on his list of daytime television. <laughs> walk with Yan was like this really early Canadian-based cooking show. Stephen cool. Yan was from Vancouver, and he did Oriental cooking, and he had a gimmick. He always wore uh, an apron out that had the word walk fixed into it so there was like walk and roll and walk a doodle do and <laughs> like it was really corny but it was kind of cool. kind of entertaining at the same time and there used to be another cooking show called the galloping gourmet and his name was graham kerr and he was like this old british guy sort of a very 70s british guy like a benny hill type sense of humor or whatever anyway uh, galloping gourmet was another early daytime cooking show mr dress up gets some yeah, love like a canadian believe Billy mm-hmm. Van. We're from Hamilton and we haven't mentioned Billy Van of the hilarious house of Frightenstein. That's from Michael David Hole. Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas gets some. Ricky Lake gets a mention. Bob Ross, I think, is hilarious. <laughs> That's a the, good one. The painter. So, yeah, there's, there's a what, few of them anyway. What's funny about Bob Ross is he's turned into like this counterculture. Yes. Um, it's just, just hero. Like he, he's all of his episodes are on Netflix and like, it's like, I mean, 420 was yesterday and, and uh, there's <laughs> like guy. this weird crossover between yep. Bob Ross and just weed culture in general that it was, I ne- that caught me off guard. And Not- it's a thing. Like I, you hear a lot of people talking about like a lot of stoners are like, like worship at, Bob Ross's uh, grave, you know? Yeah. Cool. No, f- fuck Tommy Chong. Bob Ross is the king of four. He's the Santa Claus of 420. Because if you yeah, can't enjoy that, if that show is an enjoyment while you're baked, I don't know what is. So cool. He is. Yeah. So, he's so chill. He's so mellow. Yeah, definitely. I can got, you imagine? I couple, try and picture yeah. in your head, if you can, Bob Ross throwing a temper tantrum. <laughs> yeah. You can't do it, can you? in traffic. Definitely not. Yeah, no, you can't. Yeah, right. All you'd see is that afro bobbing back and forth. It'd be it'd be awesome, but you're never going to see it because Bob Bob Ross was a chill motherfucker, man. So we got some other stuff too. Yeah. Um, Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, from the View. That whole from the, from the uh, yeah. View. They're influential. Yeah, she does. She, Hollywood Squares. Sure. Like another one. Uh, yeah. Benny, Benny will probably appreciate this because it's a little bit before you, Chris. But uh, Geraldo. 
when yeah. Yeah. Mason, that guy was getting hit by chairs by white supremacists and <laughs> that is no I, see, I, I can't forgive Geraldo because his first time big first time TV break was um, a show called what's in Al Capone's vault. Oh, this was this was a this was a two hour live broadcast that Geraldo (laughs) thought he had unearthed a vault, a hidden vault in Chicago. (laughs) And it was a two hour lead up with like all this historical thing all about Al Capone. And they they blow the what they think is the door on this vault. And behind it is just like dirt and empty bottles. And that was it. It (laughs) was the most anticlimactic thing in the history of television. And I've never forgiven Geraldo. Since when he got when yeah when he got his nose busted I was like good you deserved it so like, good yeah uh, another one was um, Regis Philbin oh Regis yeah yeah, yeah, yeah he's like he's got to get some Regis and Kelly got to get some love but Regis especially okay uh, <laughs> yeah but Kelly Kath, Kathy Lee's legs went up and then there was the rest of her so yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who else, Chris? Um, we got. Did, we did Mr. Dress Up already, right? Yeah, did you he say got Mr. Mentioned. Dress Up? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I mean, the Ellen, another one. Um, you Dick know, Clark. Dick. Cl- yeah. Dick oh, that's, Clark. That's, well, I guess his daytime TV thing would have been uh, the ten thousand dollar pyramid. That would have been his a great big game. game. That is a great game. It is a good game. Yeah, yeah. Maury Povich fun. is another one for sure. Mm. Um, that you know everybody really seems to to dig that one. He he really he, he elevated the art form that uh, Jerry Springer. Well, the whole you, you know, are the, you are the father to. thing. The whole you are the father are the thing father. is genius. It got so the, insane. The, there would be like twenty people up on the stage. Like how many people in that? I remember. I remember one chick came in like four times with like eight guys each time, and it was just a god. It was a, she's like she's back to find out if one of these eight guys are the dad. And I know. It's just like it's like like a three part series. And then the, the 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 one for Maury Povich that always got me was the the lie detector test. Is oh, always yeah. the classic. It's just like, were you out? You answered no. The lie detector determined that that was a lie. Oh, it was like jumping yeah. off the chairs and stuff. Um, I do have a couple honorable mentions before we wrap up here. I don't know how long if you wanted to go a little bit longer no, than normal, but I, I'm good but, because I, before you do, I was just going to suggest that it's it's quite possible somewhere down the road that Maury Povich's grandchildren will be hosting their own talk show, <laughs> and the guests will all be the children of the people who are on their grandfather's <laughs> show. For uh, for all these people who were raised by these fucks who are on Maury, here's a, here's a talk show for them. <laughs> so so for for my for my honorable mentions, I have yeah. Judge Mathis. Okay, have you you know Judge Mathis? That guy killed me. Um, Steve Wilkos. Have you ever you know he's he's the security guard from Springer, and he spun oh, off and did yeah. his oh, own yeah. show. Yeah, big Steve. And 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 his own show, which is called, I think it's called Steve Wilkos. I think the Steve wow. Wilkos show. Boy, they must have, they must have had to order in Chinese that night at the creative meeting. I mean, that took a while to come up with. <laughs> it's such a good show, though. Like, it's honestly one of my favorite. Like now, like if I'm going to pick a show to watch on daytime television, apart from Price is Right, because Price is Right is always classic. Um, it'll be still Steve Wilkos, and he'll like he'll get like one guest in for the entire hour, and it's basically like. Like 
they'll get like a guy that like abused his niece or something and the guy will come in they'll there'll be a chair on the stage and the guy will walk on and on the stage in, in front of everybody and Steve and he'll go to sit down and Steve Wilkos is like you do not sit on my stage <laughs> and he like comes down from the from the crowd and rips the chair away from him and everyone starts cheering it's so oh insane oh my god it's so insane yeah, definitely uh, check out the Steve Wilkos show if you have some time. I don't know. I, I have a feeling I would feel my brains being sucked out of my nose if I were to watch that. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. So, listen, I, I'm thinking that everyone's – because Mark is on the show quite a bit. So, mm-hmm. we should start doing like uh, – I, I think a Mount Rushmore every once in a while is a good thing. Oh, Everything's got a Mount yeah. Rushmore. What would you do? What would it, what would be another Mount Rushmore that, that 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 you'd like? You got any ideas for that? Well, okay. So here's my question: Before we do that, does it have? Do Mount Rushmores have to be people? No, you could have a, a Mount Rushmore of shows or a Mount Rushmore of movies or yeah, right. anything for anything. It's really just a top four. <laughs> yeah, three is not enough. Quiet, because <laughs> I mean, you know, like a, a Mount Rushmore of snacks would be pretty solid. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Mount Rushmore. Definitely. Cars, and then you know you get into hockey. Yeah, yeah. Where it would just be five Bobby Ors. Fuck off. Yeah. Five Bobby Ors, I said, because he deserves an extra. Because you, yeah, you yeah, need yeah. five to beat one Gretzky. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I don't know. You want? You want? Maybe maybe we chuck in a Mount Rushmore every once in a while. What do you guys say? Yeah. Mount Rushmore I love of it. Mount Rushmores. I say we do that. The Mount Rushmore, sure. Mount Rushmores? <laughs> yeah. What's the more important than Mount Rushmore? Well, fucking Snacks is up there. <laughs> For sure. For sure. All right. Well, that's all I got, guys. I Good think. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, nice. Did you uh, did you guys celebrate uh, 420 in, in any meaningful way? Every day is Christmas, buddy. Every day is Christmas. Oh, shit. Nice. Uh, yeah. gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> we, um, we watched... Uh, Princess Bride yesterday. I was gonna watch, I was gonna try to find Cheech and Chong, but we ended up watching so Princess Bride. <laughs> there's, a, there's an about face. Yeah, sorry. Way better. I choice. said there's yeah. an about face. Yeah, and it's. A I much know. Better. I know. Well, they didn't have. They, I was looking for stoner movies because, like, you know, you never seen it. It's, it's a good opportunity. You know, I've ne- I've oh. never seen I've never seen Princess oh, Bride. It was so in, it was incredible. Yeah. So Check yeah. out Schindler's yeah. List. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's about the list. Yeah, for those who like Fortnite shit. It's right. Okay, I'm good. Mount Rushmore of movies that you should have seen that you haven't seen. Ooh, I have the yeah, Godfather on mine. I have never seen The Godfather. Oh, man. Oh, you're sick. I know. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah you're just... You're, you're, you're ill, yeah. but then again, you forgot Bob Barker, so you're I fucked know. anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, have a good day. You guys. Yeah, you too. All right. This has been another episode of Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie and Chris Brown. If you liked what you heard, don't forget to follow, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.